edition of Tuesday Night Live for quite some time and uh, my camera's not working. <laughs> That's all right. Why don't we just get straight into it, shall we? Pete, 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 how are you, mate? Hello, mate. I'm very, very well. I'm just uh, uh, used to all this new fandangled technology you've, uh, you've thrust <laughs> upon me. So. Good to be back, mate. I know, right? Now, for some reason, I just tested my damn camera before, and uh, for some reason it didn't work. Now, is that really gonna so... Hurt? Is that really going to hurt us, though? Oh, just gone early. Just gone early. <laughs> 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 Uh, look, mate, how you been while well, I sort myself out? Yeah, look, I've been really, really well. And as you know, I've, um, I've, I've had myself involved in one of the um, uh, SNFL junior programs um, for yep. the club. So that's really taken quite a lot of my time and um, given me a, a very, very um, fresh and uh, invigorated uh, interest in, in junior footy and really, really enjoying looking, watching the 16s, 18s and... Um, generally keeping an eye on it and i know that's how we kind of got back in touch yeah well that's right we've uh, been thinking about doing a, a bit of a draft tracking kind of thing and um time and all the rest of it uh, and uh, it was actually razor ray too and i've got to say good day to razor he's in the audience at the moment uh, razor's given me a bit of a jog along as well in terms of uh, getting a bit more content out there and i thought you know what it's just easier just easier for all concerned if we just go back to uh, the old Tuesday Night Live. And uh, I yeah. must say, I have missed it. And uh, I know that uh, myself and the listeners have missed your dulcet tones and your keen <laughs> insight, mate. <laughs> oh, no, it's really bad. It really is. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, in the chat, they're saying Peter's a little bit quiet. So uh, I don't know whether you need to get a bit closer or something to your mic. Uh, look- uh, some things, some things never change, though, do they? <laughs> That's right. I'll see if I can bump you up here. Hang on a minute. Yeah. There we go. It's, there we go. Um, so, it, it, yeah, it's uh, it's one of those ongoing problems, isn't it, my microphone? But we'll try and uh, we'll do the best we can, and I'll speak up a little bit as well. So, uh, I've I've just bumped you up. I I had the the um, the uh, volume down, Pete, and. Uh, Probably because Macca goes through that. <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. Oh, dear. I don't know what's going through with my camera at the moment. I might just uh, add that one moment, please. Um, so tell us, Peter, um, we haven't spoken to you for so long. What's your impression of uh, the Crows' start so far this season? How have you? What have you made of it? Oh, look, I think it's been, I've been really, really ecstatic with it, to be honest, because really what you're looking to do, and, you know, when we look at um, how our season's unfolding, we, we really have to make sure that we're at all times looking at it strategically and, 
with that sort of four or five year plan in mind. And I think that sometimes the supporters, you know, when we haven't been through a rebuild before, we can sometimes get a little bit excited and think, oh, actually, maybe we're a chance here when really, you know, you and I both know that we're not. And what we're really looking for is to see some development and some competitiveness. And we've absolutely seen that. And, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm kind 100%. of, um, you know, when I look at that Hawthorne game, when you look at it, um, you know, um, in isolation, you sort of think, oh, you know, it really hurts to lose that. But to see such a competitive, um, good performance and see the unearthing of, you know, sort of future stars. Yeah. Um, and, and, but to still not, you know, crawl too far ahead in the draft order. I know that sounds probably a little bit um, cynical, but we have to be realistic. And so, you know, um, we've already got three wins in the bank and, um, you, you, you know, you don't really want to be drifting too far out of that top five. Um, yeah, so well, that's I, right. you know, what I what, what I made right, of the on. game is, is there's lots of really, really good stuff. And I thought in the end, you know, um, they're a bit just a bit cleaner and a bit more experienced and a little bit more class around the ball. And, you know, when you um, when you look at you know Amira and Mitchell um, and even Shields, you know, experience and so you know, I think I think that you know, in the end, in the last quarter, that midfield gets on top. And what Hawthorne have done quite well, which I think they're a little bit ahead of us on, is the fact that they've kept that quite sort of classy core of midfield yeah. um, that just yeah. um, you know is just a bit better than ours. And, um, and so, you know, um, I, I sort of was disappointed, obviously, with the result. Uh, for about five minutes, and then I thought, well, actually, you know what, um, to have seen, um, you know, Filthy get up there and, and do what he did. And, and, oh, yeah, um, it was even fantastic. Though, it was unbelievable, wasn't it? And, I mean, I know that I haven't been on, but I know that we've kept in touch, haven't we, via, via chat yeah, over, yeah. over the months. And, and you'll know that I was a, I've been a huge G for him. Oh, yeah, You know, when, it, when everyone was sort of screaming for Logan McDonald, <laughs> there was never any doubt yeah. in my mind that this kid was the right choice for us. Well, I screamed for Logan McDonald, and he hasn't made a bad start. Uh, but you know, oh, no, he's, uh, no, he's a good uh, footballer. He's a good footballer. But um, I must admit, um, I probably hadn't been exposed to Riley as much as you had, and um, he just seems to have a bag of tricks, doesn't he? And he's so versatile, and that's the you know, it was good to see him take those contested grads. But the one that excited me the most was the uh, the the crumb for his second goal. Yeah, uh, that was how uh, quick was it? That was fantastic. That was lightning. He's just so he he just thinks so quickly. His agility is incredible, and what I really really like about him, which we haven't really seen yet, he's incredibly aggressive. And I suppose we, you know, we saw that. I suppose with his attack on the ball, yeah. he's a very very he's an aggressive unit, and um, he won't he won't be pushed around. And he, you can see yeah. that he's already well built. Um, and so he's just a, you know, he's just the, he is the package and he will, he'll play up the ground. He'll, you know, I mean, he had, he had 16 disposals to go along with his yeah, five goals. Yeah. Well, and he played, um, something like 40 odd percent of his time, uh, was spent in the, in the back half. So he was certainly, um, moving around the ground. He wasn't camped in the forward 50. He was certainly moving up and down the ground and, you know, it was, he wasn't, terribly noticeable apart from uh you know the big clunks up forward uh the fact that he was willing to to move around and to work with the the game plan and and do the team stuff in his first match when he would have been feeling his way is just a real indication of his professionalism as they've pointed out continually but also uh just his his uh his attitude he feels like he belongs and he looked like he was loving it too Oh yeah, his work rate. I mean, the tracker had him a bit over, tick over fourteen kilometres. He ran. 
You know, yeah. that, he's in, he, that's in the midfielder territory. And, and when people have sort of, and I know that, you know, what I would, used to say to you and, um, and, and Vardy and, and, a couple, and Macca is, is that what, what you're getting is you're getting this remarkable package of, you know, you don't have to worry about saying, well, we're playing too many tools because if you like, you can just play him as, virtually play him as a half forward, you know, small forward or medium forward. Or you can get yeah. him run on the ball, or you can play him on a wing. He's a remarkable talent, and so you can't, you, you know, you don't look at the forward line and say, "Oh, we're too, we're too tall up forward," because you no, can, you can empty out. Well, I actually really like the um, the stru- I didn't mind having uh, Riley and uh, Hummelberg up there. Actually, um, I felt it did give us some versatility. That in the end, they probably didn't make use of. I felt like they could have used Berg down back when Kaczynski was getting on top of Dude. Um, yeah, good but, point. But you know, overall, I, I I don't mind the strategy, and if Himmelberg can continue just to uh, to return to his uh, late two thousand and twenty form and start clunking a few, um, yep. it With Fogarty and Walker as the lead ups and a bit more output out of our smalls, uh, it's a very potent front six or seven. You know. Yeah, it really is. Uh, it really is. So uh, that, that was so you know I think it, you know as a as a supporter base that's, that's going through a rebuild I mean what it, what it says to you is just how crucial it is to get that to that pointy end of the draft because you know oh, what does yeah. it look like ha- having a, having a number two pick that that, that you get yeah. right you know yeah it's just uh, it's exciting isn't it and you and you can't even remember last year you know what I mean you can't no. even, you, I don't even don't even remember last year and all all I know is that what we got from last year is uh, uh, what we saw on. Um, Sunday, and that's what you know. That's what you have to look at, not the four yeah. points. No, I agree with you one hundred percent, mate. <clears throat> now, you uh, wouldn't be familiar with our current um, current format, um, as you've found out. Discord's got a nice new facility here that we can uh, have people um, uh, listen in on. Uh, actually in a live audience so when they're in the audience there they can actually hear us they don't have to stream through Spreaker or wherever they're they're uh, listening in but not only that they can also stick their hand up and uh, have something to say and beautiful one of the things one of the things I'd really like to do with this Tuesday Night Live it's only going to be a quick fire you know 30 or 40 minute cast but I really would like um, it if people were comfortable to uh, stick their hand up and uh, have their say because we had a bit on Sunday which was great and um, more of it on Tuesday night would be awesome. Now, um, also, obviously, need to say good day to everyone who's on Discord in the chat because obviously the chat's still going as people can see on the screen there. And we're also streaming live on YouTube and Twitch. So good day to Munjit and everyone else there that's. Uh, watching on youtube and also uh i think we might have one or two on twitch as well so uh awesome but look let's not mess around um the probably the biggest thing that came out of the weekend mate was uh the injury sub what'd you make of it oh it looked like everybody it was a really really it was you know just a, a poor look and i thought that the real um error out of it all was adam kelly's statement afterwards just really giving us nothing um, yeah. and saying that's the way we, we, we always planned it. I thought that was really, really poor, um, but I thought that they recovered the ball uh, when they got uh, the coach to come out on Monday morning and actually um, give a, a full statement. And once I had that full statement, I felt a little bit better about it. Um, what, I, what I gleaned from that was that <clears throat> uh, 
you know, we didn't want him playing, obviously, but my sense reading between the lines of what Nick's was saying was that really we felt that the team was an extremely young team and we didn't have a lot of leadership down there, a lot of player leadership. And so I, my sense was is that they were taking Lynch down there for leadership in, in and around the brooms mm. um, in, the, in the hope that he wasn't going to play. Now, was that right or wrong? I think that in the end, probably the way that the game panned out is it was wrong. Um, and because what you ended up getting was a you know um, a, a guy that had to have a painkiller you know have an injection before he went on um, and um, and went on the, in the last quarter and couldn't give us that you know that lift that that maybe a fresh player could have um, and so you know um, would they do it again the same way I probably I doubt it but my my gut feeling as reading between the lines on that press conference that Nick's did was that they felt that they needed Lynch's leadership down there because they just didn't really have a lot else. Yeah. And to me, I think it's a striking difference between um, uh, a club that is currently in list management mode um, and making sure that they get games into players. Um, And I'm sure that they go out to win every week, but I'm sure the conversation would have been uh, how do we effectively fill that position to win the game or how do we effectively manage our squad and it seemed to me that that decision really points to them wanting to manage the squad. That's a real primary focus, um, because yep, there's no doubt, there's no doubt in my mind that had we had a fresh set of legs, even a David McKay coming in, yep. um, you know, in that last quarter, um, because we commented on Sunday night that uh, our forward entries in that last quarter were quite shallow and they were coming from behind centre or just in front of centre. We weren't, we were one one possession short. And we just needed yep. someone like DMAC, just a, a bit of run and carry to to penetrate deeper into our forward fifty. Yeah. Not only to have shots on goal, but also just to lock it in a bit and get the ball or get the yeah. game being played in our front half. Just break a line was was really you know all that was needed because if you remember with about I reckon with about maybe seven or eight minutes to go, we kind of got control back of, of the game in that yeah. last yeah. <clears throat> seven or eight minutes, and so but we just. Um, it was interesting that Nick uh, also said that the wind swung round. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and so Marco didn't say that, but Nick's did. <laughs> yeah, so that, that that was an interesting thing, which obviously you know that that hurts us uh, because mm. it was obviously a a relatively tricky wind as it showed all day. So, but yeah, I think you're absolutely spot on. When you're talking about player management and squad management. You're dealing with, you know, we, we've got the second youngest list in the league. Um, yeah. And interesting, interestingly enough, Hawthorne ranked fifth, so they don't. I think that's skewed a bit by Sean Bergheim, but um, you, you, you know we we are an extremely young and developing list, and so I, I think you're spot on. I, and I think that you know if you looked at Nix's press conference, and you wouldn't have had the benefit of that Sunday night when you did the rap show. And I think that once he explained that, I think there were a, a few little clues in yeah. that presser which said we actually wanted him around the rooms as a leader, and we felt yeah. that it was worth rolling the dice. Yeah, and that, Kelly's that presser. <clears throat> yeah, Kelly's presser wasn't great, um, and that yeah. was obviously um, that preceded the rap show, and uh, I was a bit dirty. And, and look, we put a tweet up today, and um, we asked a simple question: Did the medical sub handling cost us the game? Now, you know, it's an interesting question because only twenty four percent of one hundred and forty one votes said yes, seventy six percent said no. I I think it did. As we've just spoken about, I think it it potentially cost us a chance to win the game, but 
It's a different question to was it the right thing to do? And I think, as you rightly pointed out after Nixie's um, press conference, given what their focus is, um, it was possibly the right thing to do bigger picture-wise, not necessarily the right thing to do to try and win the game of footy. So yeah, I'll tell you what. Go if, on, they were, if they were, if they had him down there for uh, somebody that's experienced playing down there before to help the young kids by working out which way the wind was going, they didn't do a very good job because they, uh, no. they, um, <laughs> some of the some of the positioning, um, you know, where they completely misread the wind was uh, was pretty awful. But anyway, I think that what I'd I'd wrap that up by saying, well intentioned. Mm. Um, would they do it again like that? Maybe not. Um, and it's complicated so. by the fact that the SANFL, um, you know, they put up this silly rule that if they play in the Sanford, they can't can't be a sub. Yeah, that's, that's um, true. And that puts us in a silly position. Um, and both the Crows and Port have complained about that. So whether the circumstances on the weekend might uh, might cause a bit of a turnaround on that. The, the only other thing, that just to f- cut this one off or finish it up, is that my impression from talking to players and uh, reading bits and pieces around the place is that Tom Lynch is a highly respected leader at the footy yep. club, highly respected amongst the playing group. Um, probably comes off as maybe a little bit of a larrikin, or no, although probably not so much in the last couple of years as previously. But it's quite noticeable that the younger players really look up to Tommy uh, in terms of leadership, and I'm sure that that would have played into the decision to take him down there. I think so. I really do, and I think that you know, with you know, with you know, no Sloan, no Talia, um, you know, a few other guys out, um, you know, no Crouch. You know, I mean, there's not a lot of leadership down there. Um, but you know, in answer to your question, did it cost them the game? Well, you just couldn't. You can't rule that out. You cannot rule that out. As yep. as a, as a factor, you really can't. But yep. you know, as I said though, right at the top of the show, you know, we've got to as a supporter base, we have to think strategically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're we're rebuilding. There, I, I guess you know, and why chuck a young player in for a quarter <clears> or maybe nothing at all when um, they're better served? Albeit the samples a bit rugged at the moment, they're probably better served yep. for four quarters of footy. Anyway, look. Um, now, as you're aware, remember, remember back in the day we used to open up Skype, Pete, and say, you know, come yep. on, give us a ring and all that, and it was yeah. dead silence? Well, yep. you know, we got the <laughs> we got the usual <laughs> suspects in the bloody chat, and uh, they've gone mute again. So uh, whether they're listening on the sly, because uh, I know uh, Vardy Magic's worried about his ma- uh, marriage after uh, having to tune into another <laughs> bloody podcast... But uh, we've got a few in the audience, so uh, any of you guys, if you want to uh, have a say about the medical sub or anything else that's going around um, at the club at the moment, uh, J-Mac reckon it's the pressure. There's no pressure here, mate. Remember what I said on Sunday night? You don't have to sound intelligent, because if you do, that just makes me and Peter look bad. So it's better, <laughs> actually, if you come off and talk shit. Oh, and here we've got 1990 Crow. Pete, uh, Pete, here's your first experience with... Um, here we go. The, with this thing, so uh, 1990, I've invited you. So, switch your mic on and come in. And what do you got to say, mate? Good to have you on. How are we doing, Pete? How are we doing, Phoenix? Um, good, mate. How are we going? Yeah, good. Um, I don't know much more to say, really. We've got um, a fair bit to talk about, really. We've got the medical sub, and as far as how our season sort of out 
playing going forward. Um, my, the medical staff, I seem to think it was a, obviously a bit of a balls up, but I mean, like like you've been saying, it's probably a bit of a experience for the younger guys to play a bit more SANFL um, as opposed to coming to Tasmania for one quarter or potentially not even playing. Um, so I can understand why they did that, but it obviously was a really bad look and we've been smashed in the media yet again. Um, and the statement after the game was completely unacceptable by Adam Kelly. Um, and it really just another, another case of really poor leadership by our senior management, which sort of resulted in the Victorian media bashing us from post to post. And we just seem to be doing that year after year. Yeah, I, I think you're spot I on. Think... I, I... Go on, Pete. I was going to say, I think you're spot on, because, and, and something that they've really got to be careful. I think they've obviously worked really, really hard to get better at that stuff, and 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 I give uh, absolute full credit uh, to the club for um, for Matthew Nix coming out on Monday and doing a much better job of that. But um, yeah, unfortunately, that that statement that Adam uh, released on Sunday was a real flashback, you know, to um, to you know, it to 2019. Of, just even even last year with Brad Crouch. Um, like yeah. we're only going to let him go for pick two. And yeah, that yeah absolutely. Happen. So uh, Nixie did a, you know, recovered. He recovered the ball, but yeah, it, uh, it was just a, it was a little bit of a, a return to the dark old days, which nobody wants. Bit to spinny, see. wasn't it? In, it was very, very spinny, and um, he, yeah, you know, well, he's just, got to, he, um, with with Walshy, he sort of said like we have to be an authentic football club and be honest, and it just seems ever since he's left or unfortunately passed. It seems to be that we just completely forgot that. Yeah, and yeah. I think also the other thing that annoys me is is that you know they you know the, during that period they treated you know supporter base like idiots. And what I really you know the thing is is that is that you know we can talk about it tonight with the benefit of Matthew Nix's presser, and we can intelligently digest that and say, well, actually, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. As a supporter, I can say, yeah, yeah, I, you know, I didn't I didn't think about the fact that you know well actually yeah, it would have been probably good for the kids to have Tom Lynch down there. Um, yes, and that's not something didn't, yeah, didn't occur to me really on Sunday when I was thinking about it. Um, but yeah. on, on Monday, when when I listened to that, I thought, oh yeah, I, I, I get that. And so all you want from your football club is to get up there, tell the truth. We're not stupid. We're not going to abandon you. Yeah, it, yeah. It, you know, if you've got some logic to it, which they did, then okay, that's fine, and then we'll move on. You just yeah. have to wonder, from a media management point, who's who's in charge there? Is it Ian Shuttleworth or is it Adam Kelly? Uh, well, Schutz is still in charge, and of course, Schutz um, uh, came on board during the Fagan era. And you know, uh, so a lot one about Andrew Fagan. He was very commercially minded and did an excellent job commercially for the club. But he certainly liked to control the message. And um, mm. you know, I, I reckon it'll take a little while for the club just to unwind a bit of that and to to gain confidence that, as you said, Pete. The supporters aren't going to abandon them. We, we might have a crack if we think that they've made a bad decision, but we're going to have a bigger crack if we feel like they're just pulling the wool over our eyes, I reckon. Yeah, exactly. And I don't mind, I don't even mind a bad decision if I can see that, well, they've obviously thought, they've obviously applied some logic to it. There is and some logic. Maybe they wouldn't do it next time, but I can see why they did it and, yep. you know, play on. Yeah, exactly. I guess, I, guess that, I guess that leads into my second point is that it is a rebuild. And I think maybe the first three or four weeks 
we all got quite excited and playing really good footy. And <laughs> Did we ever? <laughs> we've kind of lost. We've quite, we've kind of lost sight that it is a rebuild, and we, our list yeah. is very young, and yeah. that we need to be, you know, narrowing our focus to what is the long term goal of this squad. And really, you look at our over our list, and it's the elite young midfield that is our group is missing. Uh, I know we drafted Peddler and Barry last year, but I just really don't think they're going to be that sort of top flight midfield midfielders that you need Dangerfield, Fife, Pandery, um, Petrarca to, to really to really go deep in September. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, you know, all I would say is for, for the supporter base is, is, you know, it's been exciting and stay excited because what we're getting is from this, you know, the second youngest squad in the AFL or list in the AFL, and we're getting real genuine competitiveness and we're getting yeah. quarters of football that just look, I mean, our second quarter against Hawthorne was spectacular. Ten goals. Yeah. 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 I mean, last, it was, it was year, spectacular last, football. Last year we were uncompetitive. That's right. So, so I'd say that's why I'd say you know, look, you know, stay excited because you know, you know, the, we've got some real, real talent down there that just needs games into it. Yeah, yeah, and just needs needs rounding out um, overall. I mean, you could, the, the other thing is I think our, our back six is sort of struggling a little bit. Um, I think they're just not quite absorbing. <laughs> A lot of the entries that they were do, were doing early, um, the likes of McPherson um, and Butts, they they started amazingly. I just think they're sort of probably showing their age currently. Probably a fair call. Although I, you know, I reckon they've held up reasonably well. Um, maybe. I don't think they got the balance right against Hawthorne. We've talked about that on on the oh, rap show. Sure. So um, yeah, interesting. I, as you know, as you will know, Fane, I'm not giving Tom Duday a pass. I mean, you give him a pass in the sense that okay, you know, you can have one bad game, but statistically, um, you know, because he took six uncontested marks, that that that's the figure yeah. that you need to pinpoint: six uncontested marks. That's not about Tom being too short. That's not about him, you know, struggling with the matchup. That's about him being non-competitive and not having body on body. And it, you know if it, you know if if Cosy takes six contested marks on D Day, I'll you know I'll cop that. That's that's you know that's a selection issue and a matchup issue, and I'll cop that. He had he was he he was just. I'll tell you now, that's a Sam Kerridge game, and I'll, I'd almost bet my bottom dollar that that kid will never kick five goals in a game again because he, <laughs> because he'll never. He just doesn't have that talent. He just doesn't have the talent, and and yeah. he's he is not going to get a game again where he has an uncompetitive defender who just does not stand him and does not put body on him. I mean, it's under 12 just... stuff to put an arm on an arm, to feel your opponent as a defender. And right. it, was, it was just entirely unacceptable what Tom put out on Sunday. I think we think of Tom Duday as this 150-game champion leader, but he, you look at his games played, and he's only played 34 games. Yeah, oh, absolutely, and look, he, you know, he, and that's his first stinker in all of those games. And, yeah, and, and, he's got a bit and, in the know, bank, he, as he, I said. It, he's yeah. got a, yep, he's got a lot in the bank, Fiend. He's got a lot in the bank, and so you just move on from that and say, right, well, we just got to learn from that. But um, you know, and his nine turnovers as well was a little bit uh, stinky. So yeah, um, no, that's you know, true. The whole, it wasn't a great game whole, from Tom, not by any yeah, stretch. The whole Definitely. combination was pretty bad. <laughs> he couldn't, so. he couldn't possibly play worse. Now. 
that no, way. he couldn't. He couldn't. 1990, thanks for coming on, mate. Uh, your insight is always valuable, and so is your support. So I'm uh, going to shuffle you back because we've got Razor here that uh, wants to have a chip crack too, mate. So, uh, Razor, where are you? One here. Always good to hear from the man from, where is it, bloody Nevada? I think it was Nevada, wasn't it, Razor? You're muted, mate. And now you're silent. <laughs> you're there. Razor's gone to sleep. It's gone to sleep. So, Fair enough. So when anyway, um, look, uh, we'll move on. And Razor, I'll push you back to the audience, and we can get your audio sorted out. Um, come back. Um, now, Pete, I'm conscious uh, that we don't want to make this an epic, although uh, uh, I'm sure people wouldn't care. Um, but I just wanted to quickly go through some news from the club regarding injuries. So let's just have a look. I've just got on the screen here the injury update from the club. So Sam Berry's returning from uh, an rolled ankle to training this week, so that's good news. Um, he'll be facing a test to go... Um, uh, to start for GWS now, Pete. I've been doing uh, a bit of a series that uh, hopefully I'll be able to start putting out from next week. But I've been cutting up uh, center clearances, um, and Sam Berry has, for a first year kid, he has been entrusted with a lot of center center bounce work by the club. It just shows you how impressed they are with him straight off the bat. And this is where this is where we're talking about, um, you know, um, club, uh, sorry, squad management, and this plays into your point. Now, I was at the game uh, against Fremantle. Yeah. And when when that game was on the line, we had Berry and Schonberg in the guts against Mundy yeah. and Fife. Yeah. yeah. And, and 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 they did that without hesitation. And I and you know we lost that game, but I couldn't have been happier with that. With the, you know that 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 level of exposure and experience that that was a lot of courage from the coach. Yeah, well, um, the last centre bounce of the Geelong game, when you remember Geelong were um, just coming at us, and I think they were two goals down with about maybe a minute and a half, two minutes to go, or something like that. Um, and they had basically for the whole quarter had Sloan, Laird, and Keys in the middle. For that, mm. for every centre clearance in that last quarter, but the last centre clearance, they cleared it out, and they had, from memory, I think they had Berry, Ease, and Shuey in that in that last um, centre mm. clearance. So you're right, and uh, I don't mind it. Uh, and Sam Berry, in my opinion, is a beauty. Uh, he's added a lot, oh, even yeah. though he's not getting huge touches. Um, he's added a lot, in my. opinion. Put on him. Um, Will Hamill will have scans this week. It turned out to be an ankle. His ankles are disastrous by the looks of yeah, it. Yeah, um, they are. I struggle to see how he'll come up. But yeah, I, I'm glad it wasn't a knee because it looked like a knee early on. Mm. Um, but ankles. So uh, I dare say he'll be out for a while. Uh, Lynch is still being managed. To be honest with you, mate, I wish they'd just give him a rest, don't you? Yeah, I think they might this week. I hope so. I hope so. Um, being a home game, um, the travel factor for a medical sub might not be so bad. And 
they might not like, <laughs> they might not want to try that two weeks in a row. <laughs> uh, poor old Benny Davis, who might have had a chance uh, with um, Shane McAdam stinking it up a little bit at the moment, rolled his ankle in round three and minor damage, so he didn't play against Centrals, um, and he won't be running again uh, at the end of this week and won't be ready for another one to two, so... Really bad timing for uh, Ben, and I wonder whether he's going to get many more opportunities in the squad. Mm. Uh, Sloney is coming back after his eye surgery. They'll be really careful with that one, I reckon, because they, um, uh, that could uh, relapse into something a little bit uh, more serious. So I reckon yep. he's a couple of weeks away. Um so at the moment we've got Hamill as a test. I doubt he'll come up. Barry as a test. Uh, it seems to me with Hamill that uh, surely uh, Young Worrell gets an opportunity. I, I think that they'll um, they'll spell Jimmy Rowe this week for Sam Barry. I think that'll be a a, a, a quick in and out. And um, yep. and I, I think yeah, you're right. I think Hamill will um, will have a spell for um, for Josh Worrell. It'll come back in that position. Uh, the only other. Yep. Uh, Potential is from whether they want to go. If, if you look at the GWS forward line, which is a gigantic forward line, potentially um, they may they may look at swapping McPherson for Mackesy. That's the oh, only other change I could possibly Mackesy, see. Don't you reckon? Or Murray? Yep. Yeah. No Murray. Yep. No. Either. Either or. But I think yeah. that yeah, McPherson might just be in a bit of strife down there. Yeah. 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 I'm actually surprised that we're not seeing him on the injury list because it looked to me that he did a rip. Um, the yeah. way he came off and the way that they were testing him, it looked like he'd yep. done a rib. So I'm uh, going on there, but um, he looks a little sore and he certainly looks out of touch. Uh, so I wouldn't yeah. mind betting you're right, Pete, that he uh, drops out and gives away to a tool. Uh, it would give us a little bit more balance anyway, I reckon. Um, yep, I think so. So we've got Labs in the chat, uh, been waiting patiently. So I'll just bring you in, Labs, make sure your mic's on. And uh, what, click the little uh, come in, Spinner. And, uh, yeah, unmute your mic there, mate. What do you got to say for yourself? There you go. Beautiful. Is that working? Yeah, perfect, mate. How are you going? Labs, Yeah, good, going? mate. Yourself? Yeah, pretty good. Great yeah, to have look, you on, um, mate. Mate. Yeah, beautiful, mate. I've been listening for a while, first-time caller. I, um, <laughs> I just wanted to have a chat about the, uh, you know, the vast majority of us over the last couple of years have all been, um, you know, talking about we've got to get the youth in and all the rest of it. And I, I just find yeah. it funny when, uh, you know, especially after the first three wins this year, uh, expectations have gone through the roof and everyone's sort of now complaining when there's a bit of inconsistency within a game. Yeah. Um, uh, you know that's going to happen. Uh, you know, for me, I- I'm just happy that we're starting to play some of the young guys, and uh, you know, really hoping Worrell gets a run this week to to see what he's got. Yeah, agree, yeah, mate. Uh, on, you mate. only have you only have to go to the Big Footy Game Day chat. Uh, I don't know uh, for uh, for those of you listening who frequent Big Footy, it can be a wealth of information. But by God, can they melt, uh, particularly on a game day chat. And um, we've actually started a game chat. Uh, many people might not be aware. We've started a game day chat on the Discord server. So any time during the games, uh, you can pop on uh, to the uh, stadium section there and uh, chat away. There's usually half a dozen of us or a few more now. 
Um, but yeah, you're right. I, expectation is a funny thing, isn't it? And uh, that first game against Geelong, even though it was a fantastic win, <laughs> I reckon the club made a rod for its own back a little bit. Yeah, they absolutely did. Definitely. I mean, I, I think about it um, at the end of the season or through pre-season, um, did any of us think we'd be uh, where we are at the moment? I don't think there'd be too many people that would say yes. So, um, you know, for me, uh, we're travelling better than what I expected. Um, and I know that in games, uh, but also throughout the season, there's going to be a lot of inconsistency with the young guys. But for me, bring it on. 100%. That's a great attitude, and, and that's what you need to have. And as I as I kept saying at the start of the show, fan keep strategic. That's the that's the key word. Stay strategic, stay the journey, and be excited by the fact that we're competitive. And I, I love the fact that that, that team is it's a super competitive team. Yeah, hundred percent. Now Tracy on the chat um, and Labs, thanks for that, mate. Have you got anything more before I kick out? No, no, all good. Good thanks, on mate. you, mate. Thanks for coming on board. Cheers. Now, um, Tracy on the YouTube chat says, no idea how to use Discord. Tracy, you'd love it. Uh, hit me up on DMs. I know that we're uh, connected on twi- Twitter, so uh, slide into my DMs and I'll give you a bit of a tutorial on uh, Discord because we'd love to have uh, the more voices we can get on Discord chat, uh, the better because some of these rusted on types, they just go on and on, don't they, Pete? Really? They do. They, they do. Same old crap all the time. Now, the last thing, we only got a few minutes left, but uh, I've noticed a few people uh, on the... Ch- oh, here's Ray. Let's let's get Ray on. Uh, hopefully he's got his uh, audio sorted. Come in, mate. Unmute yourself and away you go. How are you going? How are we going, guys? Hey, Ray. How are you going? Good. How are you? Really good. Really good to chat. Now, it's Nevada, yeah, isn't I it? I thought I was... That ain't better. Yeah, we're talking. Yeah, I was going to have a full Mac down, Mac meltdown there. Jeez. <laughs> so, so all I wanted to say about the, the Lynch fiasco is I went through all the motions and lost my mind over it. After listening to Nick's give his pressure, I feel better. So it's all water under the bridge. I don't care what they do and how they fill the med sub role. But whoever it is has to be kitted out, strapped up, ready to go. I mean, Lynch had to go change. So that, I think, was the most unacceptable part about that. Rashido on Triple M this morning was saying that um, one of of the the problems was that Lynch had to be jabbed before he could um, play, and he couldn't be jabbed uh, if he was strapped up. So, but I... He still could have had his Guernsey on. He could still could have had his other boot on. So it just wasn't a very good look, was it, mate? No, it wasn't. It was just unacceptable. I don't think any other sports league in the world would have this theory that the replacement's going to go change. I mean, got to be ready to go. Now, I think that would shave some time off of it and. A lot of the other clubs are exploiting the med, the medical substitution, getting the fresh legs in there. So that yeah. could have affected how the game went. So, but anyway, it's you, water under the bridge. 
I think we've hit the nail on the head there, Fiend and Ray, when we say that, look, the reason why he couldn't be taped up was because he needed to have a jab. Well, I think that really, I think it begins and ends there, doesn't it, that we've got a, an emergency sub yeah. that actually needs to have a pain-killing injection to be able to get on. That's 100%. where it starts. What if he'd had to go on in the first quarter? Exactly. Like, what if someone had gone down 10 minutes in, you know, with concussion? Mm. Um, yep. It would have been stuffed then. So... Yeah, overall, and we've done this to death, but overall, my opinion is he shouldn't have been the sub. Um, mm. Even if they wanted to put another senior player in there, David McKay is a professional player that's played 930 games for the Adelaide Crows over 44 seasons. Yeah. Um, and uh, you'd think he'd have a bit of experience, wouldn't you? And just fly Lynch down in a suit. Yeah. He can still be around the rooms, can't he? 100%. 100%. Rest him. Anyway, thanks, anyway. Razor. And uh, thanks for hey, all your thanks, support, guys. Mate. Have a good night. You too, mate. Good on you, mate. Hey, no Thank worries. You. Take care, guys. Cheers. All right. We probably have got time for one more while we uh, go to our final little uh, bit that I wanted to talk about, Pete, with you um, yep. before we head off. And that's Darcy Fogarty. And I'm really interested to hear what your thoughts are with regards to the midfield experiment. Uh, you know, look, Fiend, we need a whole episode. We need a whole <laughs> TNL for what I think about Darcy Fogarty because I actually think that he should be. I think we should look to trade him at the end of the year. Um, oh, that's a and, big call. Uh, that's a big call. Yeah. Yeah. So I because I because because what we what the discussion that we need to have is we need to have discussion about the, the draft that's upcoming um, about the high end midfield talent, South Australian talent that's in that draft. And yeah. what we're actually going to need, realistically, what we're going to need to give up to get ourselves into the, into some. And we've seen Riley Philthorpe. Okay, yeah. we know we know what high end talent is, and we now have to look and say what what have we, what players have we got? And not I'm not talking about you know list cloggers. I'm talking about no. first twenty two yeah. players. Genuine, yeah. Are, that are genuine. That a team is going to want that you can put together with an, perhaps yeah. with another pick. To move yourself up to the draft, we're talking about you know, like port trading Wingard type you know scenario, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and say right, what do we need? What do we need to shake from the tree that's going to get us into the into the horn territory? Um, and and you know what, we, and we're even going to probably need that just to even get Matthew Roberts. So you know this. Yeah. Uh, if we're looking, if we're serious, if we're fair income about getting an elite, high end midfielder that we all want. We are going to. We, we do not have the collateral at the moment, and we need to shake that tree. So anyway, that's all I'll say. Well, look, and, and I agree need, with you. On we, need, we, need a, we need a whole new, another TNL to really, yeah. really flesh that out. Yeah. Well, I mean, just to and look uh, for those <laughs> listening tonight, um, Pete and I will be doing a little bit of a draft. Um, uh, certainly, the SA players, Pete, um, a little bit of coverage of their progress uh, next week. So. Uh, Anyone who's interested in uh, knowing who's going to be in the stocks from the South Australian pool at the moment, uh, Tuesday Night Live next week will be a must-listen. Um, but, Pete, what I will say is that it's quite obvious uh, with our current makeup that the thing that we lack is silk in our midfield. We, we yep. just lack silk. We've got Berry, who's going to be a very strong midfielder over a long period of time, Luke Peddler is going to be a similar mould. I think I wouldn't call him silk. I'd call him a workhorse. 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, we don't really have any silk on the outside, and I think it hurts us. And uh, another thing that I've noticed as I've been going through my little analysis project is how rough our even even though our center clearance numbers are good they're rough and uh yep. when you compare them to the center clearances that are that are taken against us invariably the clearances that we give up are far cleaner and result in more decisive delivery into the forward 50 than our clearances mm. which are which are rarely real which rare, rarely result in a score so Silk is yep. it, and Silk is, Silk is at the top end of the draft, and uh, you've now thrown Fogarty on the trade table. Um, I dare say uh, Mr. Mackesy might be uh, there as well. Well, yeah, he's, and, he's, he's potentially another one, um, although I'd like, to, I'd like to keep hold of him if I could. I, I would um, too, just because but um, I'm worried that he hasn't we, signed. Yeah, we just don't want him to go to North Melbourne, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Uh, look, um, it's been good to have you back, Pete. Uh, we've we've hit forty five minutes, so <laughs> you know, just um, like that, easy. Just just over what we expected, but in in Sunday rap terms, it's a bloody it's a quickie. Um, it's a quickie. <laughs> so I, don't, I hope you don't feel too dirty, mate. But it's great to have you back on board. I'm sure everyone listening has really enjoyed your insight, and will continue to enjoy your insight every Tuesday night. Um, people that are listening, uh, if you do have a problem with Discord, just flick me a message, um, and uh, I might even post up a little uh, how-to video for those uh, that um, are struggling with it. It's pretty easy, and the interaction, as you've seen on Sunday night and tonight, um, has been awesome. So uh, it's really uh, it. I really enjoy it, um, and I enjoy hearing what our people have got to say. As I just throw up a blank screen there, I don't know what happened there. Uh, anyway, all good, um, mate. I think we're done. Good, good to chat. Really enjoyed it, and we'll catch you next week. Very good. See you guys.